You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. I'm curious, how much do they pay that guy to lie with so much confidence? <laughs> it must be. You know, I bet it didn't take much. He doesn't know us. He doesn't know he's lying. <laughs> okay, well, this is Mike. And this is Kevin. And we're back after a couple weeks off, and we're ready to answer questions and make prognostications and uh, generally uh, fill you full of bull. That's, that's a good way to put that's it. That's about what we do. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Did anything happen in the last two weeks? uh, I went up and made a presentation to a school bus uh, transportation convention. Had a good time. The guys seemed to learn a little bit. Um, Let's see. What did I do the week before? Oh, I was down in uh, St. Louis uh, doing some presentations and demonstrations and had a good time there. Um, A GCR location in Norwalk, California ordered a, a unit to go to work there. Uh, we've got a couple of fleets, fleet locations, one in Idaho and one in Minnesota that we've got to train. Yep. Uh, Miller Truck Releasing out of Pennsylvania ordered another unit to go with the uh, 14 others that they've got. Miller Truck Leasing. So if anybody knows anybody driving for them, who knows? Their tire wear better be improving. And yeah. The trucks better handle better. Yeah. Well, they're they're a uh, national lease location, yeah. so they lease them out to fleets and stuff. Um, I I don't have a whole lot new. Uh, the biggest thing that we're working on right now, and we've been working on it for a while, we got another two months to finish putting it together. Is we are going to have an advanced training school for alignment, tire wear, and handling stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in conjunction with the local Des Moines Area Community College. Uh, it will be a three-week long training program, 63 hours of instruction over three weeks. Mm-hmm. And people can take all three weeks in one chunk if they want to, or they could take a week, and then a couple of months later when they get the time, they can come back and take the second week, and then they can take the third week later. Mm-hmm. Uh, each week has its own certificate for completion. We're applying to the VA to get it approved for vets to be able to take it, and the VA will reimburse them for the tuition and stuff. Would be great. And um, out of that, we've got a lot of people who keep asking us where can I find people that are trained in this, and we're hoping to be able to uh, help people either get a job with a fleet as a tire and alignment specialist or some people are saying they want to start their own businesses, and this may be a way to better educate them so they can start their own business successfully. Right. So that's that's the big thing we got coming up. It'll start the first week, uh, class will be the 13th of September. Yep. yep. That's what we're working on. And other than that, uh, we do have some listeners, and we have one person with a question, mm-hmm. and they're from a uh, – Phone area code that I believe is out of Russia. Is that correct? Russia. Probably Russia. Do you think it's Russia? What's your best guess? Uh-huh. Well, 414 is Wisconsin. Yeah. 404 is Texas. Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Is he there? Sure. All right. He's in Georgia. Let's talk to him. Yes. Hello, Georgia. Hi there. Um, if you've answered this question a hundred times, I apologize. Um, I have a 2011 Columbia, and between 40 and 45 
I have a really bad shimmy shake, whatever you want to call it. That's the only time I get it. It's worse if I'm empty, but it's bad enough where it shakes the steering wheel pretty significantly. So it's Any a steering ideas? wheel shake. It's a steering wheel shake as opposed to one that you feel in your feet and the seat. That's correct. It's definitely the steering wheel, and it's okay. only it starts at around forty and stops at forty-five. Okay, that I haven't answered that question a hundred times. That that's a very specific low range uh, item. Most shimmies that occur in the steering wheel. Uh, fall into different categories, like one that will start around 15 or 20 miles an hour and get worse the faster you go, or one that starts at 45 and quits at 55, that's a different issue, or one that starts over 60, that's a different issue. But one right between 40 and 45 is not a common vibration. And my gut feeling is that we've got something mismounted in a wheel end. I was going to ask what uh, what kind of balancer do you use, or what kind of balance do you use? Okay, um, they use the balancer. Well, I don't, I'm not even sure. It's the, I think it's just the the, the weights when they when they put the tires and they put the weights inside the the rim. They they stuck them on the rim. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It could be a balance issue. It could be something's not mounted straight. So if I jacked up the wheel and I'd jack up one side and then I'd jack up the and I'd spin the tire and just see if it's wiggling back and forth or really jumping up and down, those would be some of the things I'd be looking for. Something in a mismount. Because right in that speed range, you're starting to transition from scrub on the tire being the dominant control to the gyroscopic effect of the tire when it spins up becoming the dominant control. And so you're right in that transition range where if it's wiggling side to side a little bit and the gyroscopic's trying to take it over, it'll fight itself for a couple of seconds. Yeah. yeah. So, so now if it was indeed tow, which is the other issue that comes up right along with that. That's normally 45 to 55. Normally, it takes about 10 miles an hour to straighten that out. Normally that's all it takes. But if it was tow, there would be also... Some feathered wear. A little bit of feathered wear and some handling issues. Yeah, you might kind of road wandered and follow cracks too. Yeah. Yeah, the tires are wearing the tires are wearing perfectly even and mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't I don't think it's uh there's, there's no feathering whatsoever. Okay, so Okay, next next question then. You say it does this harmonic shake between forty and forty five. Does it do it again when you slow down? No, <laughs> that's, ah. not, that's a no. It, that's a good. That's a good point. It does not. It only does okay. acceleration. And the transition from scrub effect to gyroscopic effect normally only shakes as you accelerate through it. So again, I'm coming back to something that's in the in the front wheel position that is fighting the transition into a uh, into the gyroscopic. Right. And if it's not tow, then it must be something mismounted. Right. Okay. We say something mismounted. Are we, are we talking about something as simple as the tire? I mean, the wheel right. is mismounted? Yeah, simple as the wheel is not flat back up against the drum, and the drum is not flat back up against the backing okay. plate. Okay. Something's wiggling can, a little bit. Yeah, okay. I can have that checked flat. pretty easily. Yeah, this okay. is an easy check, and, and you may find it. You may say, oh, well, there it is. As soon as I spun it, I could see it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right, well, good enough. That's I, 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 the car. The truck's going in the shop uh, next week anyway, so I'll have them look at that exact thing. So, listen, I appreciate yeah. your show, and thank you so much for your time. Okay. Not a problem, buddy. Anytime. Uh, you know, if they don't find anything, contact us. Yeah, and rotating the tires side to side. Yes. To that... see if it diminishes your vibration, can uh, either either it wasn't mounted right, and then it was mounted right when they did it the second time, or the problem was uh, in the tire that you moved to the right side because it's a lot harder to feel the vibration coming all the way through the steering system. Yes. Uh, from the right yeah, side. It, it feels like it's in the left side. I mean, it. it Feels like, yeah. of course, it's hard to tell, but yeah. Okay, I'll have, I'll I'll start with number. The first solution would be to make sure it's mounted properly. If that's not mm-hmm. working, I'll have them I'll have them rotate, rotate it. Rotate. Okay, Perfect. thank you so much, fellas. Appreciate you. You betcha. All right, bye bye. Thanks for calling. Very good, very good. I think we may have done the guys some good there. I'm sure we did. Not really an alignment problem. I don't think it's a tire problem, but uh, what the heck? What do we know? Yeah. We're just some dummies on <laughs> on the phone. Um, we have a problem here tonight. We do. We have how many listeners? 47. And we have no questions or comments. Now, if you're a regular listener to this, you know what that means. It yeah, means... We've already talked about what you've been doing here. Yes. I've, I don't really have a lot. I build equipment now. I do. We've been working on this... Uh, School <laughs> thing, yeah. All right. So the next step is I'm going to start singing. Right. Oklahoma, when the winds come whistling down the plain. You all had this coming. I, I tried to warn you. <laughs> oh, look at all the questions. Look at them popping up. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear me sing. <laughs> 360. 360, that's Washington. It is Washington. Let's see if he's still in Washington. Time. Hello, Washington. Yeah, I'm in Jamaica, Washington, you remember? He's Jamaica, Washington. Okay, man. <laughs> What's up? Got two questions for you. Number one, took your advice, and I brought my air pressure in my super single. I'm running Michelin uh, 455 up to 128. Uh And now she's riding real rough. What? Uh Is that going to be normal? If that's what the tire takes to wear straight, yes, it's going to run rough. But if you can lower it a little bit and it'll wear good, then you can get away with that. You're, You're fighting between two evils at this point. Right. Yeah, I run sneakers, so half the time I'm empty, half the time I'm loaded. That makes it tough. Yeah, if you could, if you could uh, possibly lower the pressure when it's empty. Where did? Where, yeah, yeah, sure. He's going to lower it when he's empty. Yeah, we're going to do that. What? Uh, <laughs> what pressure did you come from to get to 128? Uh, I ran 105 originally, and uh, I run for a big fleet, and they dropped their air pressure in their trailer super single down to 100. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I talked to you, I said, you know, go the other direction. So I went to 105. Uh, I went up to 125, 128. And what was your tire wear problem at 105? Uh, basically, I was getting what they called river wear. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then let's back off, since the ride is too rough, let's back off to 120 and see what that does for your ride. And if tire wear pattern doesn't go bad, you're starting to mitigate everything, okay? All right. Okay, and my second question, just going back on the back end of the truck, when I'm getting about 38 miles an hour to about 48, back end really starts to hop. Could I have the axis out of alignment? No, that normally doesn't do that. 
Did it do that before you upped the air pressure? Uh, yeah. But then when I upped the air pressure, everything went away. It seems the truck used to run pretty good. Good. Okay. Normally, from 38 to 48 miles an hour on a tandem drive axle rig, it usually right. indicates that the ride height or the pinion angles are a little off. So, does it do it worse when you're loaded or when you're empty? Basically, uh, when I'm loaded and I'm under power. Okay, again, it's driveline. What's the make and model of the truck? Uh, Freightliner Cascadia. Air, uh, okay, so you, so you got the standard Freightliner airliner suspension, okay? Right. Now, when you step on the power and you're really putting yes. torque to the axles, the airbags get taller, and as they get taller, you increase the pitch in your differential housings, and you're messing up the driveline angles. So I would suggest that you lower the airbag height a little bit. Okay. Try lowering it an inch and see if that does any good. Okay. One of the original problems we had for vibration in this truck was the driveline was the hanger bearing was an inch and a half too far off to the right. Yeah. So they redrilled it so it's, I think, it's a half an inch off to the left because the rear ends on this thing are the Meritor ones, and the rear end sure. housing is off to the passenger sure. side. Yes, but, so. but but now with engine torque, you're instead of a left-to-right adjustment, we're talking about an up and down. Right. Okay. That should be perfect. And that's easy and to adjust. You, you loosen the nut on the adjustment on the air right arm and just let it come down right. an inch and see what it does. Yeah. Okay, I've been fighting that all along. I've been trying to get it to where you know, the spec says, mm-hmm. and uh, I will try that. Very good, buddy. Now, it, any idea what your class is going to cost at the college in September? Yeah, the tuition's going to be $1,500 for a week-long session. Right, and that's that just the class. Uh, lodging would be separate, right? Yes, lodging and transportation are on your own. It's a typical tuition for a community college thing. Sleep in the parking lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds perfect. Never mind. I might follow you home. You could put and let me sleep in the basement, right? (laughs) Whatever works, buddy. (laughs) Okay, sounds perfect. Thanks very much. Really appreciate your show. Glad to do it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. There's a guy that's working through issues. And we, one step at a time, we're modifying things and seeing what responds. And when it right. responds, we decide we're right or not and keep going. And that's cool. I'm yeah, liking it. I'm seeing that uh, uh, with uh, some other people that run half empty and half loaded. Mm-hmm. It just, it's really difficult to find the right spot. Pressure, yeah, something yeah. that's going to satisfy everything. Yes, it is tough. It is tough. All right. Very good. Well, we got that one done. Yep. And- we have more questions and comments. Yeah, this one's nine one five. Could I, I sing a little bit before we go to the next one? Can you know? No. Let's, let's get through the questions. Oh. Then you can sing. I'm spoiled. To. I want to sing. <laughs> okay, nine one five. Texas. You sure? I'm pretty sure that's. What You're I'm absolutely saying. right. Is he in Texas? Is he? Well, it's well. That's El Paso. He could be in New Mexico. That's right. It doesn't take long to get over there. All right. Let's find out. Okay. in North North Carolina. North Carolina, Carolina, but you got a phone number. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine. Drive 48 states. Oh, good for you. Okay. 
Well, so what's I've up? got a I've got a uh, 2010 Freightliner to Scavia. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got uh, two questions: one for the trailer, one for my ca- uh, tractor. On the trailer, the far <clears throat> the far let's see uh, right tire inside tire, the middle part is wearing out. Um, uh-huh. what, what could be wrong? The middle of the tire. Okay, is it is it wearing yes. out in in real funny looking cups all the way around the middle? Um, actually, one section it just like uh, worn out completely all the way down to uh, one rib. Not one whole rib or yes. one half of one whole rib. Let's see, two two threads. Two treads. Yes. Okay, right, right, ne- right, right next to each tire. other? Okay, yes. all right. And and they go all the way around the tire? Just uh, about um, almost half the tire. Okay, now, the two tires that are next to each other there, are they the same brand tires? No. Ah, that's your problem. You put two different uh, tires next to each other, and they don't want to wear right. One of them's dragging the other one because they're a little different in height. Okay. Yeah, they they that, put a um, Firestone uh, recap tire in it. It's, it's a lease trailer. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, well, they they put a Firestone brand new um, recap tire next to what was the other one? Uh, just a generic a Goodyear or something. Okay. Yeah. When you mismatch casings next to each other, and even if they have the same inflation. When the weight pushes down on the trailer, one brand of tire squats more, has a bigger bulge than the other one because the casings are different. And so you have one tire that's taller than the other tire, and it drags a short tire, and it gets that funny-looking wear pattern. Right. And being a lease uh, trailer, I suppose, you know, good luck getting them to really do. As long as you don't have to pay for the tires, you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's good information, but you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, my second question is my tractor. Uh, okay, I now we charge we charge we charge double for the second question. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Three ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, when I'm driving over a uh, either a pothole or or a pump at maybe one mile per hour. Uh huh. When when my front end goes over it, it sounds mm-hmm. like it wants to fall off the truck. You're hearing a it big clunk really and pop, pop underneath you? Yes. Yes. On a Peterbilt, was this a Peterbilt? It's a Freightliner to Skadia. Freightliner. Okay. All right. Oftentimes, when we get that kind of clunking when you go over a bump, it's the bushings and the spring shackles at the back end of the front springs. That's what I expect. What? But you say it's a, it's a freight Cascadia. Matter. Doesn't matter. Does this have Does this have the air ride or not? It's a 2010. Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay, no, so just okay. leaf springs. Yeah. Yep. The odds are the bushings yep. and the shackles in the front end need to be repaired. That would okay. be a very common, very common thing. Now, if All you're right. if you're in a parking lot. Or if you're maneuvering very slow and you turn the steering wheel and you're doing tight, wiggling turns, do you hear a snap and pop underneath the, the cab? Sometimes, yes. That's yeah. That's the spring shackles. Yep. Oh. There's, but the, but there's, 
it's not it's not a big deal. And it's not a safety a, issue. Yeah, it's it's a, it's loud, it's annoying. Yeah. But it isn't costing you tire life and it isn't uh isn't isn't gonna break the truck at any point. Yeah, but when you turn real sharp like that and you put load on the axle, those spring shackles will snap back and forth left and right and give you that snap and pop. Mm-hmm. And that it's doing when you go doing it when you go over bumps probably means that it's, uh, it's, it's going up and down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Very good. Thank you. Not a problem, right. buddy. You have a good day. Thanks for calling. Thank you. All right. Okay, one. we get we get to send him a bill. <laughs> for three ninety two. You he got his phone number, I guess. You, so that means something. We could text it to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do we got? Texas, a picture of an empty hand. Sure. 307, where's that at? Uh, it's not North Carolina. Oh, it's Wyoming. Wyoming. You're close. on the wrong this side of the country, just that close on the map. This close. This close, yeah. You guys can't see that, but he's, his hand's held up. Okay. 307, let's see what Wyoming needs. Hello, Wyoming. Uh, hello. Uh, I called you guys a couple of weeks ago, and I asked you for a bunch of advice on wheel bearings and Alignment. And it wasn't any good, right? No, actually, I I think it was really good. I uh, right. took two weeks off, replaced my kingpins, my tie rod, tie rod ends, drag link, wheel bearings, and it goes down the road perfectly straight. I mean, I Ooh. take my hand off the wheel. It doesn't matter if I'm in the left lane, the right lane. It goes straight. That's but nice. That's what it's supposed to do. It, it seems to have more... When I turn the steering wheel, it's it's like floppy in the steering wheel now, where I don't remember it being like this before. Ah, okay. Did you measure the toe on the front end of your truck when you were done? I did. And how did you measure the toe? With the the way you guys recommend it, with duct tape. And duct tape? Okay, cool. All right. And the toe, is it about a 16th toed in? It's exactly a 16th toe in. Took me okay, I don't about eight tries to get it there, but yeah. I got it there. <laughs> I got it there. Okay, now, <clears throat> you did that the day you did the repairs, right? Uh, well, I did the repairs, and it got dark, and then I came back the next That's morning. Fine. And did, yeah, but, but you, yeah. Didn't, you didn't drive it a bunch. Now, how many miles do you think you've driven since you did that? Uh. Two hundred and fifty. Well, that's nothing. Okay, so forget about that idea. Um, I'm, I'm, how, how old is the track? It's a two thousand FL one hundred six. That it, that doesn't matter. If you replaced all those components, did you say you replaced the steering sector? No, he you didn't what? say he replaced the steering sector. Have you checked for how much play there is in the steering sector? The steering sector? You mean the box? Yeah, the box. Uh, no, and I, that's what I'm be, how do I figure that out? Okay, this is really complicated, okay? Yeah, you're going to need a bunch of tools and six assistants, all right? Okay. okay. So, you flip the hood up, all right? You okay. start the engine. Actually, you do it first without the engine started. You simply, underneath the hood, the steering column comes down and goes into the top of the box. You grab the steering column with both hands, and you attempt to turn it left and right and see how much rotation you have at the top of the box before you get the pitman arm started moving coming out of the box. Okay. Got it? 
Okay. Got it. If there's a lot of movement, that means the box needs an adjustment. Okay. Okay. If there's a lot of movement of the column, but no movement of the pitman arm, then you're trying to catch up with it all the time. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? That's, that's my yeah. suspicion. Okay. Now, if that feels pretty good, then I would start the engine and pressurize the box and double check it with the engine running just to make sure what I've really got. Okay? Okay. And you're standing right there with your hand on the steering column, and you're looking at the output shaft. You do it all at the same time. Now, if it does need an adjustment, um, I'm not really qualified to tell you how to do it, but I'll do it anyway. Okay? Okay. The steering gearbox bolts to the frame of the truck. Right. Hidden where you can't see it, in behind the frame, between the engine and the, and the frame, there's a hole in the frame that the box butts up against, and through that hole, there's a lock nut and a screw that adjusts the tension in the, gear, the gearbox. I know exactly where that is. I saw that. Right. So what you would do, if if you got too much movement, you reach back there and undo the lock nut, put a screwdriver in there, and snug it up until it feels good to you, and then lock it. So I would turn it in clockwise? Well, actually, you turn it one way, and if it gets looser, that was the wrong way. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's real scientific. Okay? Now, you see so far you can do all of this on your own, right? Now we're going to get to the point where you need the assistance. You need somebody to be running the sound machine for you, and you need pretty girls bringing you beer while you're doing it. Okay. Then you're doing it professionally. A DJ and girls as assistants. Got to have the girls. Somebody to sponge your forehead. Yes. Yeah. Mop, please. Mop my forehead. (laughs) Beer assistants and bikinis. I like it. Yes. There you go. We got it done. Now, if this was a okay. gal doing it, then okay. she would need what are the what are those male strippers? Chippendales. The Chippendales. She needs the Chippendales. Otherwise, you can't do it. <laughs> uh, I ain't okay. getting none of them. They cost too much, I think. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> if you have any other questions, feel free to get a hold of us. Okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. You betcha. Bye bye. Thank you. All right, that was fine. Yeah, we're doing good, and and we get people that are calling back that they say they're trying our stuff and it's and it's working. Am I amazed? <laughs> Every time I do it, it screws up. How the I'm hell did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got more questions. Let's try and get some more. Okay, six zero two. Six zero two. That sounds familiar. Doesn't sound familiar to me. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, I got a I sister-in-law that lives up there. I got a sister-in-law that lives up there. Do. Yeah. I got some cousins up there. You do. <sighs> uh, is he in Arizona? Yeah. It's a big state. His truck melted to the ground because it was so hot. <laughs> Hello, Arizona. No, nah, it didn't melt. It didn't melt. <laughs> Good. No. And I left your sister-in-law there. <laughs> All right. Glad to hear it. <laughs> uh, uh, next time I'll bring it to you. Next no, no, singing. please. No. <laughs> well, if if I start right, singing, guys. then I deserve what I get. All right. <laughs> What's up? Hey, um, on the sidewall of your tires, they got maximum weight to be carried. Correct. And then in parentheses, they have the air pressure. Is that the minimum air pressure, or is that 
speaking up pressure on at, That's okay. All right, we're okay here. If you could hear us, we will keep talking. If you can't no, hear us, can I'll still keep you. talking. Okay, good. I can hear you, but at the tire shop, I've been speaking up on deaf ears. Okay. I wanted 120. Oh, no. That's a lawsuit. Okay, we looked this up. I, I, I've been telling people this for years, and one of my buddies at Continental Tire finally showed me in the Federal Motor Carriers Administration requirements for sidewall labeling. He showed me the regulation. And any passenger car or light truck, that's vehicles with tires up to 10,000 pounds vehicle, are required to have the maximum load and the maximum inflation for that tire. Commercial vehicles over 10,000 pounds, the tires that go on those, by the federal law, are required to have the maximum load and the minimum pressure to carry that load. Okay? Right. It's out there. Now, if you go look at your passenger car tire or your pickup truck tire, and you look at the labeling on the side, it will say maximum load, and then in in specific words, it will say maximum pressure. But truck tires only say maximum load, and it's the at sign at a specific pressure. So it's the minimum pressure for that load on a truck tire. Right. Okay. Because I'm speaking on deaf ears in Phoenix. Oh, I've been there. Been there, done so, that. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, you're at their you're at their facility. At mm-hmm. in, let's say let's pick on Nashville. Mm-hmm. You're in their facility. You're training their people that they have spent years training themselves. Mm-hmm. And you tell them this is what it means, and they don't believe you until you get one of the engineers who says, "Well, yeah, it's it's a minimum pressure." Yep. I, I've done this at Continental. I've done it at Goodyear. I've done it at Bridgestone. I've I've done seminars for the tire field reps. And they're absolutely convinced it's the maximum pressure until I force them to read their own books. Their own literature. Yep. And then they say, oh, son of a gun. We, for 20 years, I thought that was the maximum. No, it's That's only the maximum on cars and pickup trucks. And in, in, in this environment, what I I mean, just it? think about the cost of a failure because you didn't carry enough load. I mean, especially enough air, yeah. They didn't carry it, put enough air for the load. I mean, especially with uh, these low rolling resistance tires. Oh, they got to have more air. The Chinese tires. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just put enough air to carry the load. And another thing is, uh, girlfriend, she went to get her tires aired up. She goes, How much should I put in it? I said, 45. Good mm-hmm. number to look at the gauge. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we can't do that. 44, uh, we want to put 32. I said, you mean they'll run it, what, 13 pounds underinflated instead of one pound overinflated? Yep. I think yeah, I can count this IQ on one hand and never use the thumb. Yep. This is the battle I'm fighting all the time. <clears throat> so everybody for years has believed that it's the maximum pressure until we force them to read their own documents, and then they realize it's not. Right. It's If you, if you would get them to look at the – the book for the tire that's specifically on the track. Hopefully they've got it. I mean, mm-hmm. the, if, if they pull out the inflation chart, they will find what the exact pressure is supposed to be for that load, and it will say that at least 110 and can't be more. Right. Okay? Okay. Appreciate it. Not a problem, buddy. You have yourself a good day. Yep. Don't forget about your sister-in-law. She'll see you pretty quick. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Well, this has been fun, and this has been real, but it ain't been real fun, and I have bad news for everybody. Oklahoma, where the wind comes whistling. I'm tired of that song. <laughs> How about we do, do some? Know any others? Yeah, Elton John, Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't go there. Don't don't I'm, go I'm, there. I'm, but uh, it's fun. Show tunes. Show tunes. Are show tunes. <laughs> uh, Kinky boots. What was it? Oklahoma. I don't know. I can't tell. I, there's there's a new question. There is a new question. Good. Where did that Good, guy come I from? I didn't want to hear that song. You didn't want to hear it. <laughs> this guy's from New York. Uh, and this, he decided it didn't really want to. Oh, he left. Well, too bad. He had his chance. I'll go back to singing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hold on a second. Hold on a second? Radar telling us for right now. Oh, you're worried about the rain coming in? No, it's not coming. Not coming. He's going to have to ride his motorcycle home in the rain. <laughs> he gets struck by lightning. Might right, improve his intelligence. 917's back. 917's back. Let's go ahead and Let's, see where it's Before going. he disappears again. Where is he from? New York. Western New York. All right. Hello. Hey, what? Western New I York, can... right? Yes, sir. Florida. Florida? Okay, this is that New York guy that lives in Florida. Okay. Right. What's up? never happened before. Um, that information on the tire uh, inflation. Where mm-hmm. can I get a printed version of that? Because I have fought with my tire shop for a decade about the same problem. And they're always screaming and yelling on top of their voice. Uh, oh, that's going to be going to explode. The tire's going to explode. If you put 120 in could we go ahead and just scan the tire charts and put them on our website? Well, the tire charts is one thing, but what he really needs is this this page out of the FMCA bulletin, which they just emailed to me, and I've got it in my computer someplace. So what I should do is is I will give you an email address. Mm-hmm. You okay. email us and ask for the federal labeling requirements for tires. You, you go ahead and do that, but also at the same time, tomorrow mm-hmm. – I think we need to go ahead and, and put it on Facebook. Put it on, yeah, put it on Facebook and put it up on our website. Yes, so we'll we'll put it up it. so people can find it. We'll okay. Yeah, that'd be we'll, show, we'll put all that information. Go ahead. Yeah, great. Because I've had these field field reps and salesperson and, and managers for the the highway mm-hmm. office, and they all just no, no, no. You can't put more than what it says in there. And even when they install the car, they'll go ahead and put ninety pounds in it. And that's underinflated, which is, is dangerous. Yeah. Now, if you yep. if you look if you look at the load and inflation chart, and the sidewall of the tire says let's say one ten, okay, on a steer position, and if you put twenty pounds under that, according to OSHA, that tire is a flat tire. Yep. That's what I keep telling them, and, and they're like, "Well, you get a better ride." Yeah. Well, it's going to blow out on me. Yeah. Then they get to sell more tires. Well, that, that is another issue with yeah. all these tire dealers have. Yeah. Do you have? Are you familiar with our Facebook page? Um, no, but I can get on your web page. Okay. You can get on our web page. We will post it on the Tech Bulletin tab of our web page. We will also put it on our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page for MD Alignment. If you're on Facebook, you can find us there and follow us on that. Mm-hmm. And then for those people that are listening right now, I will give you my email address 
and if you send me an email request, I will respond to it, okay? And it's M-D-Align, A-L-I-G-N as in nickel, and then the letter M as in Mike, M-D-Align, M, at yahoo.com. If you can okay, or find it on our website. I'll go back through it again. M D M is M is in Mad, D is in Dog, Align, A L I G N as in Nickel, and then the letter M as in Mike. So it's M D Align M at Yahoo dot com. Okay, great, got it. Hey, okay. uh, just want to say thank you to you guys for taking time out of your day to give us all this information out here. You guys have been a great help for us. Well, you're more than welcome, plus it gets us away from our wives, so we're happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling. All right, have a good night. All right, bye-bye. Okay, very good. That, that, that's that's a legitimate point. I, I think I need to dig those those things out that they sent me, and we'll right. post them up. It is, it is just redonkulous that yeah, right. all these tire dealers don't know yeah, the difference between a passenger car tire and a truck tire. Oh well, it's not just a few hundred dollars. Yeah, it's also a different tire. Different tires. Interestingly uh, enough, last week when I was at the school bus convention up in Minnesota, mm-hmm. they had Minnesota State Troopers who are the vehicle inspection guys. Okay, and they were doing seminars for the school bus maintenance operators on what they need to worry about. And during one of the breaks, there was two of them standing there, and, and I said, hi, I'm Mike with MD Alignment. And one guy says, yeah, I, I went through Universal Technical Institute in Chicago, and we used your alignment equipment there in school, so I'm familiar with you. Oh, I said, cool, glad to hear it. I said, now, nice. what do you guys think the sidewall pressure indicated on a truck tire means? What's the significance of it? And they kind of look kind of question mark, and one guy says, well, it's the maximum pressure. And I said, that's exactly wrong. <laughs> and he said, What? And so I took them through the discussion. I explained the FMCSA has a labeling requirement for light truck and passenger cars and another labeling requirement for commercial truck tires. Mm-hmm. And the light trucks do have the maximum pressure, but the commercial trucks only have the minimum. And I said, I can show you it in writing. You can look it up in the labeling requirements. He said, we're going to have to do that because we've been looking at it wrong. I said, yes, you have. <laughs> and then I showed them some tire wear patterns. And they said, oh, we see that all the time on RVs. I said, They're, they don't have enough air. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Let's let's get yep. this straight. Lots of things to fix here. Yes, there are. Okay. Um, people with knowledge, it'll be fine. How long have we been doing this tonight? Uh, says forty minutes. I know it's been a year and a half, but I'm only worried about tonight. Right. We've been doing this forty minutes, and we're here to the point where we're going to have to beg for more questions. Right. Or. I don't know. We're not. How about jokes? You got a joke? I don't want to hear you sing. <laughs> I want a joke. <laughs> you got a joke. What, what kind of a joke? Okay, 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 okay. This guy goes into a bar, uh-huh. and he sits down at the bar, and he orders a drink. Mm-hmm. He drinks halfway through it. He walks out to the front door and yells, green side up. He comes back, and he sits down, and he's drinking some more. Mm-hmm. And then he's there for a little while longer, and he walks back to the front door, and he yells, green side up. He goes back and sits down, and he's drinking some more. And the guy says, what the hell are you doing yelling green side up? He says, well, i got a bunch of trainees out there laying sod. Got to make sure they know. Green side up. Side up. <laughs> All right. Never mind. We well, had a question, and it disappeared. Question, but it's gone. 
I thought he was going to ask. He was laughing so hard he got off the yeah, line. He decided he wanted to hear another joke. Another joke. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Um, most of the jokes that I have learned over the years are uh, politically incorrect. Can you believe that? That's hard to believe. <laughs> it's hard to believe. A guy like me but hanging around garages. Show. It's our show, but no, you, yeah, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to offend anybody. Oh, hell yeah, I do. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be careful about this. We, we like people, um, but if you can't laugh at yourself, who are you going to laugh at? Okay, well, let's just go ahead with this question. There's a question? What, so, what's the area code? 814. That is Jamaica. No, it's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Like Jamaica, only like the opposite. Like way north. If he speaks Jamaican, <laughs> we'll answer his question. Hey, Mon. Hey, Mon. Hey, Mon. Can you How you me, doing? Mon? We can hear you, Mon. <laughs> Yep. What's yep. up? I'm in, I'm in Erie, Pennsylvania, so you can hit it right, hit and nail right in the head. I know where that is. Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, I know you've answered this question a million times. Uh, I have featherwear on my, my either driver, steer, push your hand in, smooth, pull your hand out. It uh, had a raised Casey. edge to it. So that's toe-in wear. But only on the left side? Yeah, it was only on the left side, yep. <laughs> Were the tires rotated? I just rotated them this weekend. I just noticed I put I put the tires on, and actually I did how you guys do it with the duct tape. Uh-huh. And then it drove fine, and last week I kind of noticed that I could actually feel it, like, pulling to the left. I was like, well, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. I have, I thought, you can feel pull to the left or something wrong. And I, right. And I, and I always feel my tires and I'm getting fuel and stuff. And I just noticed that. So I swapped them, rotated them up the right. And now it, you know, pulls to the right. But obviously it's going to start wearing something else. So I forgot to give you a call and see how I can. So I'm, I'm okay, my so. Go in just a hair? Well, no, no. Um, when you measured the with the duct tape, the toe was correct? Yeah, it was a sixteenth of an inch in when I, it was out. Actually, when I put them ah. on, I had like an eighth of an inch toe out. But this is before ah. I put the new steer tires on. Put new steer okay. tires on and then okay. aligned it. All right. You need to double check the toe and make sure it's still right. Okay? Because okay. right. let's say a tie rod end joint's going out or something happened and the toe is off now. Okay? Just double, okay. Check. double check that. Normally, okay. when you only have toe wear in one front tire. Yeah, both a problem with alignment and uh, toe alignment and a problem with rear end alignment. Yes. Usually it's two things to give you wear in one tire. Now, what make of truck is this? Uh, Peterbilt 386. And does it have the flex air suspension with a big curve spring? Yes. Ah, your U-bolts are loose. Oh, okay. And the U-bolts on a Freightliner and the U-bolts on this one are both the same the main suspension bracket bolts up to the bottom of the axle, so all the weight's hanging on the U-bolts. And as the U-bolts get loose, the drive axles start walking around, and they'll push you one way or the other. And so I suspect you're going to have to fix the rear end and maybe set the toe a little on the front end to get rid of this. Okay. But, the, but before you can align the rear, you got to tighten the U-bolts. When I first put the steer tires on, I had... Mm-hmm. Uh, 16 ply tires on the setback axle. I just got the regular 14 ply, 
and felt mm-hmm. like it was walking all over the road. I thought the tires. It's probably the U-bolts being loose because, like, you drive down the road, it just felt didn't wander, but you just couldn't, like, it was like sometimes it felt like it pulled to the right and pulled to the left. It just seemed like it felt like I didn't have enough air in the front tires, which I did because I double-checked. But that's, it was wandering all over the road. If you have half-worn tires in the rear, then the rubber on the tread on the rears then is real hard because it's broken. It doesn't have much wiggle to it. You put brand new, tall, soft rubber on the steer. It'll feel squirrely as hell. Okay. The yep. same thing can happen as if you have half worn on the front and you put brand new, tall rubber on all eight of the rear. It'll feel squirrely as hell because you have an okay. imbalance in the reaction rate between front to back. Okay. It makes perfect sense because, yeah, my tires... Yep, now you put real sensitive wiggly ones on the front. Now, normally, after you drive about 20,000 miles, the steer tires will harden up because of the heat and pressure, and the squirreliness tends to go away. Yep, sure did. Yep, yep that'd be right. Okay? Okay. Right. Well, thank you, guys. And I just want to tell everyone, uh, they need. I bought your book, I don't know, probably five years ago, and I mm-hmm. had a flatbed, my flatbed trailer, and I took it on how many different alignment shops I could never get it lined up where I couldn't get my tires to wear. You know, it did take a long time, but a couple calls from you guys and just get rid of these. It's sad to say these people out here, when I first started trucking you know, 20 years ago, I always just assumed mechanics knew more than I did, which I thought they did, and then you learned as... They don't know anything. They don't. They're paying money for it. And yeah. learning with you guys, it just, uh, I'm actually seriously contemplating on buying a garage in eastern Pennsylvania on 80 because there's no one around. And mm-hmm. hopefully I can come out and get uh, certified by you guys and because they're just sure. people call me. Well, I mean, there's guys okay, call me and ask me questions about it. Yeah, right. let's let's talk about that just a little bit, Okay. You want to step out of a truck and do a repair business, okay? And and that's fine. I have no problem with that. Do you really want to do all the repairs, or do you just want to do the alignments? Uh, I just want to do alignments, mostly. Then then you don't want to shop. You don't want a garage. You want a mobile. Like like Chad does. Right. Yeah, you want a mobile. You want a, I, I operated my business out of a Plymouth Voyager minivan mm-hmm. okay. and just traveled, went from garage to garage, fleet to fleet like a gypsy and did their alignments for them, made good money, had low overhead. And if I didn't have any work to do, I didn't have to sit there in front of the garage door waiting for somebody to come in and pay the damn rent. I'd go play some golf until the phone rang. And I have a 40 by 60 garage in my house. I have three trucks. Okay. So, so you that's, could use the it. garage, but don't be afraid of going mobile because right. fleets would love to have somebody who knows what they're doing come in and fix it on their shop floor, so that they don't have to deliver it and pick it up. The truck's not out of their control, and if something's broke, you just call the mechanic over and say, "Look, this is wrong, and here's how you fix it." Nice. Nice. Now, if uh, you have the garage, then when somebody says, uh, I'm coming through town, can you do an alignment for me? This guy doesn't have a garage. Fine. Bring him to yours. Fix it there. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Real good idea. How long does it take to, if 
you know, I call you and say, hey, you know, I want you to show me how to, I mean, I, I can you know, put transmissions in stuff, but I've never messed around with, like, shimming rear ends and stuff like that. But okay. all, there's so many different rear ends and everything like that, you know. That's, like that's easy. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah, that's the, not easy. The normal training for us when somebody calls up and says, I want to learn how to be an alignment guy is one day. We train oh. him in a day. Okay. The three-week school we're talking about is to not just make him an alignment guy. We're going to make him a freaking expert on multiple steer axle trucks and porpoising and death wobbles and all the other things I've learned in 50 years. Right. But to get you started in the alignment business, one day. Okay. Now, the three-week course, I mean, is it like you know, three weeks at one time or is it like No, you can break it up. No, it's it's here. It's in front of us. It's going to be hands-on class. Right. <clears throat> the class will run from Tuesday morning until Friday at noon. That gives you Monday to travel here and Friday afternoon to go home. There'll be 21 hours of instruction in those three and a half days. And there's a particular agenda that will be covered during the first week. And so let's say you sign up and say, I can afford to come and spend one week, but I can't spend two or three right now. Yeah, so you come and spend the first week. I want to spend three weeks straight with us. Yeah, we're, we'll drive you nuts. Anyway, <laughs> you go through the first training, and let's say in September, and you say, look, I got to go back to work. I got to do this and do that. But I could come back. When's the next one? Well, the next one's in October. No, that's too soon. Uh, the next one after that's January. Okay, I can come in January and do the second week. And so you would come attend the second week's training when we held that in January. And then you might attend the third week's training in May. No. You can I spread it out. I mean, I've been looking at the mods as we've been putting them together, and I'm wondering, is it absolutely necessary to have done one and two before you get to three? Yes. Two, one before yeah. you get to two. No, they're all building. Okay. They're all they're all tend to build on knowledge so that the the second mod makes sense because you've seen the first mod. Okay. Okay. Nice. I really appreciate you guys. You you like Kevin you help. It's amazing to me that. They're just the lack of knowledge out here on the road is just blows my mind. Well, are you familiar with the 80-20 rule? 80% of the good work in this world is done by 20% of the people that are available to do it. I personally think that is morphed into 90-10. Yeah, I think it's really closer to that. Okay. Finding yeah. competent tax is not easy. Well, it's not only that. I was talking to somebody today about problems in businesses, and they and they don't take care of their good people and this and that. Most of the big companies, and let's talk about transportation. Let's talk about J.B. Hunt. Let's talk about Swift. Let's talk about uh, UPS. Let's talk about all of these. They build their business model. The MBAs, the Masters of Business Administration, build their business models on how to make a profit with mediocre work. Right. They don't expect and it'll plan on really good people they're going to make profit with mediocre work right and so if you get some really good guy who demands high stuff and stuff their business model does not require him to keep him you know fire that son of a bitch and let him go we'll bring another mediocre guy in here and we'll still make money right right they, you know, they don't need good techs they need mediocre techs if you need to be paid better go find a different job. So right. That, and that's a lot of the operations that are out there. So if you're trying to use their model to build your, especially owner operator or small business, you might find yourself screwed because you don't have uh, enough. You uh, need enough base. Uh, you need base enough to, trucks yeah, to do that with. For a small mistake. Right. Does that make any sense? Makes perfect sense. Right. Okay. Well, that's my view of the business world today. Right. <laughs> right. Anyway, 
All right. You have yourself a good day. Call again sometime. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Thank you. All right. All right. What do we got? Fun call. Yeah, we are. We got more questions. Look at this. Now there's a bunch of them. Yeah, now they've got a, okay. All right, now we got seven minutes before we need. And we got a hustle. Four twenty-five. Where's four twenty-five? Uh, Washington. It is Washington. <laughs> You're right. Click on that thing. Hello, four twenty-five. Uh oh, he's off talking to somebody else. He stopped at a scale. Save that. We'll go back to him. Okay. All right. Now we're going to 302. That's Delaware. Let's go up to Delaware. It is Delaware. That's where Roger lives. Hello there. Hey, hi. We're good. You? Uh, I got some issues with the tires. I don't know if you can help me. Well, what's your issue? We'll try uh, I got really cheap made in China tires. I got them about oh, that's two a and a half years ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you still um, got them, and you bought them two and a half years ago. I, yeah, and they're holding up. Well, so they're not so, really cheap. China but that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I I take care of them, keep the you know air up and everything else. So you know, mm-hmm. it, it it lasted me long, but now I'm running heavy. Or hauling mm-hmm. steel, and they are yep. not holding up. They got like uh, patches of you know missing and things like that. So I don't know if it's just now, the tires or maybe the suspension has something to do with it. Are we talking about steer tires or drive tires? It's got drive, drive tires. Drive tires. Are we talking about all eight tires or just the inside tires? Well, inside tires are more than the outside tires. Yeah. And on the inside tires that is wearing so bad, is it the inside part close to the frame? Yeah, um, no, both, uh, like, uh, if they got three three threads on them, yeah. the middle one is okay. The mm-hmm. the outside ones, not the out, outside, the, the outside ones, they're wearing down. It's, okay. it's a weird way of wearing out. Both, both shoulders, in other words, are wearing on that inside <laughs> tire. Right? right. Okay, how much yeah. inflation are you running? I'm sorry, say again? How much inflation do you run? Um, how much air pressure? 105? That's a good pressure. That's okay. And you run that in all And these are low pros, right? 22 fives. Yeah. That's all, fine. I did them all at the same time, uh, so they apparently lasted me this long. So. Yeah. And you, how often do you check them? Uh, every two to three weeks. And do you ever have to add air to tires or are they always good? Um, maybe a pound or two, you know, a pound because or I, two is nothing. I, I yeah. wait till it yeah. cools down and then I check it. I, I don't check it when they're hot. So that's perfect. That's perfect. But if you only have to yeah. add a pound or two, that's not a problem. I'm looking for tires that yeah. need 10 or 15 pounds and you're not telling me you got that, right? No. Okay. In, in, in what, two and a half years, I never ran into something like that. Okay. What year truck is this? <coughs> 07 Freightliner Columbia. Okay. I think you've got loose wheel bearings. Okay. Now, do you do well, your own work? One wheel have... bearing that was leasing. No, I had somebody else do it. Okay. There was one wheel bearing that was leaking seal recently, and I had it fixed. And other than that, 
you know, that's but, it. okay. So basically, but, what we're saying is, if you if you have a leaking seal, that isn't that isn't the only possible indication that you've got a loose wheel bearing, but it is an indication okay. that you've got a problem that probably is taking place in all four positions. Right. Now, if you go to our website and you look on our video library, there is a nice video okay. on bearing adjustments that shows you how to use a pry bar properly to check the wheel bearings without taking anything apart. Right. All you need is a jack and a pry bar, and it shows you how to do it the right way. Okay? And mm-hmm. I suspect that if you jack them up and check them, you're probably going to find the wheel bearings are loose, and that's what's chopping up your inside tires. Right. Mm. Okay. So if yeah. I take it to some professional to have them done it, they, they should they be able to figure it out, or... No, they won't, they won't find, find it. They'll check it the wrong way and say the bearings are fine, and they'll send you, you back out. You also go to our website and look ah. at, for one of the shops that. Yeah, if you go to one of our shops, if you go to an MD alignment shop, that's you can find those on the shop locator on our website. They'll be able to find it. Okay. But if you look at the bearing video, any mechanic can check it and find it. Right. Okay. Now our our website is mdalign.com. Okay. Yeah, I'm checking it out right now, actually. Okay. Good. All right. Well, then, yeah. And I'm, and if that if it turns out, yeah, I don't see any way those bearings aren't going to be loose at this point. I don't either. I'm, I'm sure it's bearing. Yep. Yep. Get that taken care of. Okay. Thank you, sir. And from and from the website, you can email us for more information if you have questions. Okay. All right. I All see right. that store located right on top of it in the middle. So right. Yeah. Okay. And then next to it, you'll see. A video library tab. You can go into the products and video library tab, and you can look at the video if you want. Okay. If you have any other questions. All right. Uh, thank you. All right. Bye bye. All right. Well, we got like two minutes left. And two people to talk. To. We'll go ahead and talk to them. Nine two eight. I don't know who you are. We'll just talk right. to them. We're in a hurry. Right. Nine twenty eight. Arizona. Also. Hello, Arizona. Hello. Nobody's there. Go to the next one. one. 732. 732. And we have New Jersey. New Jersey. A Chris Christie fan. There you go. How you doing, guys? We're good. You? Very good. Uh, I'll be quick. Um, Taking my truck in tomorrow because I think I have alignment problems. My front steer tires, both of them were on the inside edge. But my drive okay. tires also show signs. I'm starting to see um, what you guys usually pertain to, like that rough edge, you know, going mm-hmm. in one way with the hand and coming out. It's just starting to do that. And I think mm-hmm. the truck doesn't um, handle as well going down the road. I think it wanders okay. a little. And in the last right, two the... years, I, I replaced both Torx arms on the rears in the last two years. You're talking about the one on the top? Yeah, and one of them I replaced the second time. Okay. So, okay, guys. What, what kind of truck is this? Uh, 2001 Volvo 770. Okay, Volvo 770. That's fine. The torque arm wears out on a Volvo yeah. because they use it to control pinion angle, yeah. and it wears the bushing as the thing goes up and down. That's okay. not a surprise. As far as your steer tires wearing, you say they're wearing on the inside edge, but is there feathered wear? If you slide your hand across it in and out, no sharp one, no feathered wear. No, okay. it's, it's you're just getting down to the um, the soft rubber box. Is this a, 
Even though it's a 2001, is this that air ride? No. No, this is a solid axle. I don't think Correct. it's an alignment problem. It could be just wheel bearings loose. Right. Okay. Oh. Now, now, on the rear wheels, on the drives, you say you got funny wear. Is it mainly on the inside edge of the inside tire on the rears? No, it's just starting like across all the tires tend to, you know, it, it just started, you know, and, you know, you look at tires and you say, that's just mm-hmm. not looking right. And, and uh, I is ran it? it another month or so, and it seemed to get a little worse. Right. Now, is it, is it you slide your hand across the tire or around the tire? Across. Across. Yeah. And it's sharp one way, smooth the other way? Yeah. yeah. Is it? For example, if you're on the left side of the truck and you slide your hand in toward the frame, does it feel rough? And on the other side, does it feel rough when you pull your hand out? Or do they both feel rough going in or coming out? Uh, I didn't pay attention to that. Okay, that's very, very important to pay attention to. Um, Where are you taking it, do you know? Um, A guy in uh, Trenton, New Jersey. I live in Jersey, so uh, Mercer... Guy's name is Mercer County Alignment, I think it is. Okay, I don't know who he is. All right. Okay. Um, but if you don't have feathered wear on your steer tire, I don't think it's alignment. I think you've got another issue going on. Because any of the alignment things that are wrong, when you slide your hand across the steer tires, it'll feel rough one way, smooth the other way. Right. Or you've got so many problems that the alignment wear just isn't showing up. Yeah. I don't know. A 2001 Volvo. Uh, those top arms, that's one problem. There's a whole lot of other possible problems. Yeah. What uh, what brand tire are they? Are they Bridgestones? Yokohamas. Yokohamas. And actually, I had a problem a year ago where one of them wore, one of them only wore this way. Mm-hmm. And I called mm-hmm. you guys, and you guys said, yeah, it sounded like, I think it just said toe in or toe out, two or three degrees. And right. I took it to my regular shop. The guy doesn't have an alignment machine, but he said, mm-hmm. All right, I'll take a look at it, and we'll just do it the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. And he told me, yeah, it was out like two or three degrees, and it mm-hmm. was good for 85,000 miles. But now – Yeah, um, something's changed. Uh, something's changed. Okay. Uh-huh. Tell you the truth, I'd take it back to that same guy. <laughs> Sounds like he did oh, okay. Yeah. Okay? Uh, but even the rears – I would have him, and if he has questions, you can give him our number, and, and I'll be glad to talk to him about it. If he knows the old-fashioned way, I like checking that stuff. Right. If he's willing to okay. listen, I'd love to tell him, you know. You betcha. Okay? Very good, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, buddy. You have a good day. You too. Bye. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, well, let's go back to that Washington guy. Let's give him one shot. All right. Washington, Washington. Hello, Washington, Washington. Are you there? Can you hear me? Nope, he's gone. All right. Okay, folks, it's been fun. It's been real. It was nice after two weeks away to get back and answer some of these questions. Um, We appreciate you listening. If you have any questions, comments, you can always email us. uh, Go to our website and you can communicate with us. Right. Or we'll be back next week to fill you full of it again. I think we're back next week. Yep. Bye, folks. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. 
Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road. 